Welcome to the Author's Porch, where every good conversation happens. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride from author to author. We want to give you an experience where you learn and enjoy the conversation. Authors tell you about their journey, you learn about new books, and at the end of the day, you go home with a smile on your face because the Author's Porch is a beacon of light bringing you home to the family you never knew you had. We hope that you enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Author's Porch, where every great conversation happens. We're excited to have Yaso GD on the porch today. How are you doing, Yaso? I'm very good, CJ. Thank you for having me. Well, thanks for being here, and thanks for bearing with me as I get myself together tonight and be able to have this platform and have you on it. I was reading your bio and all the technical expertise you have. I'm like, I hope he doesn't realize that uh, I basically don't know what I'm doing most of the time when it comes to tech. (laughs) (laughs) So, So you're coming from Canada to us from Canada. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Uh, okay. Are you guys having spring yet, or are you still having the cold? Well, the cold was there not long ago, but I think it's it's going away um, okay. for now. I think it's fine, yes. Okay, so I watch the news quite often. I'm a news junkie, and all I see are these massive storms hitting everywhere. I'm in Texas, so I'm not dealing with it. But are you guys, obviously, I don't hear about Canadian news, but are you guys getting all the crazy storms that we're getting down here? I think some some part of Canada are getting it. But where I am and Vancouver in the region of around Vancouver, I think it's fine. It's it's okay. Okay. But they are more severe, more severe uh, um, uh, area where it gets it gets crazy, I think. Okay. Well, I'm glad that you're safe because I just I can't imagine some of the some of the places that I hear just the craziness that's going on. I'm enjoying my time in Texas, let's just say. And I'm glad you're enjoying your time in Vancouver. So thanks for coming and speaking with us all the way from Canada. I'm going to give the people a little bit of what I know about you from the research that I did, uh, the limited research that I did, because obviously the limited technology that I have is also the limited research knowledge that I have, but I do try. So guys, Yusso is originally from the Ivory Coast. He is a visual effects artist that has worked on many notable projects, one being Netflix Netflix Lost in Space. He's also a world traveler. As I said, born on the Ivory Coast, he's coming to us from Canada. He studied telecommunications in Morocco and then moved to India where he lived for six years. He transitioned and studied computer-generated imagery. He specialized in 3D animation and visual effects, and he has worked on many television shows, commercials, including things for Disney, Netflix, and Apple TV. That is quite a resume, so. and I'm telling you, I did 3D animation one time using my, um, what is it called, the Adobe Cloud 
suite that I had and I got I made a little person and I made her wave and I made her use her lips to move, you know, just up and down, not like in a, you know, she didn't look like she was speaking. I did it one time and I said I will never do that again. That's very hard. <laughs> it's it takes it takes time, especially animation. Yes, it does take time too. But sometimes it is enjoying. Oh, you didn't enjoy it at all? I enjoyed it thoroughly. I will tell you, I was so engrossed that there was nights that I forgot how, not how, but I forgot to eat because it literally, you are very engrossed with it. And by, based on your calm demeanor, I can appreciate that you have to have a lot of patience. <laughs> a lot of patience to be able to do that. That's correct. Yes. And so you did all of that. And now... An accomplished author. Oh, thank you. It's thank what you else? I'm thinking. Is there anything else? Is gonna? Are you gonna pull out of the hat and and do? <laughs> so, but we're here to talk about your your new book. Can you can you tell us the title of your new book so I don't fudge that name like I almost did your name? <laughs> the book is called Tale, and book Tale. one knowledge. Tale. That's correct. And the book is what I was reading. It's comes from, it's based on the African continent. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay. Can you the tell African us a little continent? bit more? Yes. It's, um, it's based on the African continent, the African culture. And um, it follows the story of two young men, basically, who are thrown into the mystical side of the African continent that will challenge and question everything they know about life and the world. And uh, these two young men will have to navigate with their weight sometime with the help of others to be able to achieve their goal. So Tale basically um, speaks of the world. It speaks of uh, the African culture, the thought process, the philosophy, and it explores a side of the African continent that is barely approachable, questionable, or maybe far from our grasp. Mm. In a way, it's an introduction to the fantastical yet broad and varied culture of the African continent. Okay, very interesting. And when you were writing the book, did you pull on your experience growing up over on the Ivory Coast? I did, I did. Um, but my my growing up my growing up in Ivory Coast with my parents were it was a bit different. Mm -hmm. I was I was um, exposed from early age to um, a lot of African art, African mask, African um, texture and pattern. So. I was already thrown into, into that world where my mind was blinding up, dreaming about few stories as, as a, a child would if one is exposed to few things. And uh, from there, it went, it went downhill because I was building stories, but I was very, I was very small at that time. So it was a ridiculous story, I'll say. But um, <laughs> as, as, I, I, as, I, as I grew up, um, compel, if I would say, or um, push to try and 
it about the African story, the African culture, and, and yeah. even if it's a fantastical world, at least speak, speak about the African people in a way. There's not a lot of books in literature that share the, the African culture in, in a very diverse way, so to speak. You always get one version, and it's the version that you see on television. It's what everyone thinks they know about the African culture versus a rich diversity of so many. I mean, if you go to Nigeria, if you go to the Ivory Coast, if you go to South Africa, every place, there's so, it's so vastly different. So what can you tell us is to you one of the most fantastic things about the culture that in your book that you want to bring across to share with everyone? Fantastical. Uh, I, I, I don't think I'd be able to, to say if I found anything fantastical. Um, my grow up was, as I said before, it was a bit different because I grew up in the cities. Mm. So there, were, there weren't much mysticism there. Okay. But what I'll say is every time my mom had a chance, she would bring us to a village. And mm. there sometimes sometime there were festivals. And you get to see people do incredible things at those festivals. Or just sometimes you just find yourself fascinated observing someone else uh, at six o'clock in the morning doing his or her rituals. Yeah. Now, these, these rituals, um, they have been in the African culture for thousands of years. They are ingrained into the African culture. But as you grow up, you can help but wonder how did this come to be and, uh, and why? Because usually humans do a certain things or act a certain way based on their history. So what was the history behind this ritual? I was just curious. And then uh, I grew up. And you grow up, you, you start to notice that these rituals are not only happening in your village. They're not only even happening in your city or, or country. They're happening everywhere on the African continent. Mm -hmm. And it says a lot about the African people in, in general. What, what you think is, is very secluded, very secular to one person. Or one country is not that it's it's everyone the African continent and they do practically the same kind of ritual and it's it's incredible it was incredible to me when I when I found out yeah, yeah. and do you, do you go back often to visit or or do you not have the opportunity I know travel is a bit different nowadays than it used to be um, I used to travel a lot I've been to a lot of places Africa is not one of them unfortunately. But I've been, I've been to Europe, I've been to the Middle East, I've been um, not to Canada either, unfortunately, even though I'm connected. But do you, do you get a chance to go back and experience that anymore? I haven't, to be honest. I haven't had a chance to, to, to visit for a long time. Um, mm -hmm. The last time I went there was before COVID. Yeah, I I went to visit my um, my family, my parents. But I do plan to to find some time and go back and explore 
explore my my route and everything around my route. And it will be possible for me to do that. Yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah, the, the world has changed after after COVID and, and the way we can or can't travel. And, and it's a shame because there is, is such a, a beautiful world out there to go and visit. So I, I pray that you do get to go back and, uh, and explore even more because you're going to find even more beautiful things to write about that is going to capture your mind you're going to see something that's just going to capture you so you say this is book one um in the tale series do you know already how many books you're going to write or are you going to allow the process to take you no actually it that was one of my um well actually my problem or my issue with uh, the book because I couldn't write unless I had everything planned out. So I know exactly how many books are going to be there. It's four books that are in the in the process. So I had to to make sure that I, I was able to finish the story um, before I start writing the first part of the book. And it took a little bit of time, but I think we're getting there. How long did it take you to write book one? On and off, and with the process of um, of of combining all the story from book one to book four, it took. I started in two thousand nine, two thousand ten. So two thousand ten was where I started writing properly um, the, the the first book, and then on and off until I made sure that everything was correct. Uh, I think. About two years ago, I finished completely with uh, um, uh, the correction and, and the, the design of the book and everything. And do you think that now that you have book one out there and it's where you want it to be, do you think the other books are going to take you as long to write or do you already know it's easier now you know where you want it to be? No, it's easier because I know where I want to be. But usually for me, it depends on exactly how detailed and how complete I want the work to be. So sometimes, especially for me, it, it might take time. It won't take as long as the first one, but it will certainly take time because I want to make sure that every each of the, the coming books are as as good or even yes. or better than the first one. Yeah, uh, I know a, a lot of books or even movies, because you work in the movie industry as well, they say the nothing's as good as the first one, right? But there's been others, whereas I've watched, you know, like the Harry Potter series, that's one of the successful book to movies that we all know of. It just got better each time. All right, book and movie. And so I definitely understand you you want to build upon, you know, you want to have great, but you just want to get better and better and better to build upon an, an amazing foundation that you've already been, that you've already created. So I, I definitely get that. I get chills when I think about that because when you when you're writing a book series, you just it becomes your world. You know, you've created this whole new world. Like 
like a mother giving birth to a child. I have two. You know, you know, even a man can give birth to a child in your book, right? <laughs> no, no, that, you're correct. And it's, I won't say it's a fear, but it's definitely a challenge for me because the first book has received so many awards and so many accolades from different people that you think as a writer, whatever comes next has to be at least as good. Otherwise, whatever the, the reader are expecting won't be. Um, I want to make sure, yes, the story is there, but I, I really want to make sure that when they start the book too, they know that they're in that world again. They can lose themselves in, in it. Yeah. Absolutely. So your main characters, can you can you tell us about some of your main characters in the book? We have uh, the book, the book yes, the book has uh, many characters. Um, two of them are Kobinan uh, and Kwadjo Joel. Kobinan Jean-Marc and Kwadjo Joel. And these are the the two main protagonists of the book. And basically the book is following their story until, until they collide. And you have um, Kobenan Jean-Marc, who is a, a gifted man who has been hired by the, the government at a very young age. That's how gifted he was because they usually don't hire people that young. He was very young when he, he went to. And he, he was he was hired to work on mystical the mystical side, the side that is not uh, usually seen by other people. So he he, he solves cases um, in the he solves cases in the in the house of, of the government. And and uh, that helps um, get recognized by the president and uh, and all the higher up in the in the government. So basically, what happens with this young man is instead of instead of being only analyzing documents at the governmental house. He's being brought into the field, and that's where the, his world is going to completely change because few things that he didn't know before, he's going to know that and very viscerally. So that's that's Kobina, Kobina Jamal. Now, Kwajo Joel is the other character who has been from from childhood, he has been seeing creatures that people don't see usually and he has been hiding it but at some point in his life this is going to is going to have to confront it and when he confronts that that fear that he had and uh, and and showing to the creature that he sees that he can see them everything mm. changed also for him and you, you basically, as a reader, you follow these two stories and, and see exactly where, where they are going and how, how the, the life of these two young men impacts everyone um, around in, wow. the, in their world. Yes. 
Wow. That's so they're both mystics and they both have these outstanding incredible abilities. Wow. Exactly. They both have these incredible abilities. They don't know each other. Uh-huh. And they barely and very barely meet, but these are two stories that the reader we understand and see the difference between both of them and why they collide at, at some point. Oh man, that collision's got me wondering like what's gonna happen? <laughs> Don't tell us because we, they all need to read to find out, but <laughs> but it makes me wonder like that that's the collision that, okay. Yeah, my mind's, oops, sorry, I hit my microphone. But my mind's already going in places like what could they be doing? I love reading, I have so many books. I have a big stack over here and I've got on my Kindle, I've got a million and one. I'm always downloading going, Oh, I'm so excited. And I'm reading about five or six at the same time. I just can't help myself. I get so excited about books. I think a lot of people do. And, and that's why I do the author's porch because authors have these fantastic minds that come up with these beautiful stories that take you to places that you can either escape to or connect with because some people connect in different ways that they can't connect with the the human world for lack of better words uh and and i love how how authors can do that and when you with these characters are they modeled after anyone or experiences that you've had within your life or are they just characters that that talk to you and say hey listen i've got a story write me listen write this down <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not necessarily. They are they are fully made up. But though the 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 entire story is very fantastical and made up, I wanted to be as grounded as possible and based on on some facts on the African continent. So as the readers is understanding and uh, and following these journeys. At the same time, the reader will be, we get more and more familiar with the African culture because mm -hmm. there are a few things that maybe that person didn't know that will be available to him in the book. And it was one of my main goals. Whoever reads the book, we start to learn a little bit about the African people and the African culture. Mm -hmm. At the same time, enjoying a story that is Now, is this something that could be turned into a script and we can see possibly one day in the movies or TV show? Um, that would be interesting. <laughs> to, be, to, be, to, be, to be honest, um, I don't know if I, I'll say I don't want to think about that, but my mind is not there yet. I want to be able to finish, or, or, or I want to finish this four, four books first yeah and then and then if he has to go to a movie or a tv show then maybe we can, i can start thinking about about that and, yeah and write for it. yeah for sure because if you if you look at the the tv and movie industry sure there is representation of people of color but are is there representation about the cult the african culture itself 
there there's 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 not a lot right so there i, I just think it would the story premise the the sorcery the mysticism the characters that you've written um and the background that you have and the authenticity just there's stars align at certain places and it just sounds very very interesting so what what is the next big project that you're working on is it book two or do you have something else in store for us no it's the next project is book two i have received too many too many emails (laughs) (laughs) to ask asking about book two so i had to uh, yes let's start jumping on it but yes the next one is book two and uh, I don't know when you will be out yet, but I think it's going in the right direction. Okay. Well, make sure those fans get what they want because they can get kind of ruly after a while, right? (laughs) But they have to wait. And they ask you straight, what is book two? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Now, do you do you still work full time in the movie and TV show industry doing your um computer generation and visual effects stuff while you're writing? I do, yes, I do. Okay. I, I do work full time. So I presume yes. that takes up a lot of your time. So everybody, while you're watching this, please know that you, you so GD has to work. So give him some time to get the next book out. Patience is a virtue. Go and reread the first book while you're waiting for the second one to come out. <laughs> Thank you, thank you for, for for saying that because it it was one of the goal actually writing the book one to allow readers to um, dive in one more time or two two or three times because the more you read the more there are few things that you're going to notice especially the the art in the book you start to understand exactly what they mean. Yeah, I may I, I wrote in such a way that you won't be able to understand when you when you see the art for the first time. But the second time, you'll, you'll see exactly who, is, who, who mm. you're looking at. So it, it might be, it might be uh, an occasion to read a second or third time. Why not? Yes. I, some of my favorite books, I think one of my favorite book of all time, I, my adult favorite book is Anne, Anne Frank, Diary of a Young Girl. Um, and I've been to her house in Amsterdam, and it was life-changing. I read it at least once a year. My favorite children's book is Charlotte's Web, and I've read that numerous times. So you have to sometimes read books that touch you, that move you, that that have so much oomph, for lack of better words, just that stuff in it. You have to read them more than once. So where can people go and grab a copy of your book or read more about you, learn more about what you do and the the stories behind what um, some of your greatest works? They can go to my website, which is uh, to the book website. Uh, I think that's uh, Series teleseries.com it's it's basically written tail tailseries.com okay. um the book is available there we have a chance also to see the contest that is available and the book is also available uh, on amazon and barnes and as a novel and all the major all the major retailers okay awesome 
So that's www.taleseries.com, correct? That's correct. Okay, so everyone that's listening to the podcast, you guys rewind a little bit, write that website down, and go and grab you a copy. I've been to the website. It's a beautiful website, and you want to check it out and go grab you a copy of the book. When you click Buy Me, it's going to take you right to the website because I know I pressed that Buy Me button because I wanted to check it out and see everything that I could. So make sure you grab a copy. So you, so is there anything that we didn't discuss you want to make sure that we talk about before we head out? Do you have any socials that you want people to follow you on so they can follow your progress as you write book two? Or are you not a big social person? A lot of people aren't. Um, I'm on there because obviously I talk a lot. Sorry, I may have talked too much. You may not have gotten out everything you wanted to. But if there's anything you want to talk about that we didn't get to, let, let's do it. No, I think it was. I think it was great. It was a great conversation. Um, yes, you're right. Um, I'm not a uh, what's the name? Social social, social media. media yeah. Social media person, but I have open um, Instagram and uh, Twitter. But I think Instagram is the one that is more. Um, active. Uh, so my Instagram is yesogb. Mm-hmm. Um, I do reply to the, the question that I receive and, um, and yes, if they want to contact me, they can, they can contact me on, on, on Instagram or they can send me an email yesogb at gmail.com. Okay. On, Insta- on Instagram, is it just y-e-s-s-o-h-g-d? Is is that just your handle? There's no underscores or any numbers or anything? No, just yes. Okay. They should be able to find Okay, so go and follow him over on Instagram and just follow his content, like it, send comments and stuff. But just know if you're sending messages, it's take time away from the book writing folks. So you want to get that second book out there. Just saying. So keep the conversation short unless it's really important. But if you want to book him for a show or any of that other promotional stuff, go ahead, send those messages. So, <laughs> so you show, you're so sorry about that. I've had a great time talking to you, learning about Tale, learning about all the wonderful things that you do in your professional life as a visual effects artist and 3D animator. Thanks for coming on the show, sharing your love for the African culture, for your background, for all the things that you're trying to put out there into the literature world that is so needed because the representation it's there, but it needs to be more there. There there needs to be so many more books like yours, like yourself, the voices need to be out there. So thank you so much. And um, make sure when book two comes out, uh, your publicist comes and talks to me again, because I really enjoyed having you. We want to make sure that we're telling people when it comes out, because whenever you get done with the series, I want to see it on TV as well. So thank you. Thank you very much. for It was a great. Awesome. Thank you. Well, guys, make sure you come back and see us every week here Wednesday at 7 p.m. Unless, you know, one of my dogs uh, are barking too much. I have a appointment or I'm just really sleepy. You know, those type of things that happen because I'm human. Also go over to our website, check out, we're having blog interviews, sometimes two times a day, at least we, the authors that are so busy because they're, they can't come on here or they're flying around the world. 
you know, you so whenever he gets so busy and he gets back to travel and he won't be able to come on and talk to us, but he could do a blog interview. We our magazine, the next issue is coming out on the 1st of April. So go over and check all those things out because we support our authors and we want to make sure that we get their words out there. We get their books out there. And then we're always getting the word out there of these wonderful pieces of art, you guys. We'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye, you so. Bye. Thank you.